Hey guys, welcome back to Divine Healing by D. Today I have on Wendy Darling. She's the founder of The Miraculous Living and a recognized relationship and transformational change expert. She has this amazing background and experience on just how to live your best life and you know, it's never too late to start anything in regards to falling in love or starting a business or doing a new hobby. She has over 35 years of experience as a business and life transformation expert. She's a radio talk show personality, keynote speaker, columnist, and she's also a healing practitioner. So we're going to talk about her new book. And she's basically your personal fairy godmother. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It was really fulfilling and just such an honor to speak to her. Wendy Darling. I am referred to as a relationship and transformational results expert. The bottom line is I help people close the gap from where they are to where they want to be. And I'm excited to be with you today because we're going to be talking about my latest book called Create Your Miraculous Life. It's never too late. Great. I'm really excited to talk to you about it because I feel like this is a recurring theme with a lot of clients that I speak to, especially within the past year. Um, A lot of people have just given up in like their career, relationships. I see a lot of recycling, if that makes any sense. People are recycling people and old Mm. situations just because they don't want to or they don't have the energy to get into something new, try something new. So I wanted to ask you first, when have people really given up? What are the signs of just, I've given up, I am tired? Well, I think what you just said, I'm tired. Mm -hmm. I think that fatigue um, is a definite indicator, you know, where People don't want to get up in the morning or they get up and they just have this feeling of dread Mm -hmm. and they have felt like they've done the same things over and over, but they're not getting the results that they really want. And there's just a very significant amount of discouragement. And especially Mm -hmm. given what our past year and a half has been globally, Um, it's it's even dialed a lot of that up even more because people have had different challenges of different aspects. For example, I mean, just sheer isolation. I work with singles um, Mm -hmm. to help attract love. And if you're single living during COVID, um, it just has made that desire, that wanting, that missing even more significant. You know, so many people lost their jobs or they've had financial challenges because Mm -hmm. different areas of work life changed dramatically for many of us as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Do you think that people are getting back on track you think people getting vaccinated and cases going down recently have helped people kind of get like that mojo back? Like, hey, let's be excited about life again. Well, I think that there's there are signs of hope. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I personally don't think we are fully out of the woods yet, 
Right. But we're able to see and experience, you know, a little more freedom than we have the past year and a half. So I think there are glimmers of hope, maybe for some more, for others less. It just depends on circumstances. But it's also an opportunity to really dig deep because what you're talking about and what we're talking about becomes so important and valuable to honor what that deep desire really is. Mm-hmm. And I believe completely that if you have a desire in your heart, it's already your truth and it's your mm-hmm. destiny. And it could be what you're being guided and led to so that you grow and can actually be experiencing whatever that is, whether it's your career, whether it's Mm -hmm. love, whether it's your health. There's always, always, always the opportunity for you to experience that, to close that gap. I I believe in that. So you are also a healing practitioner as well, right? I am. Great. I am Can you now. Tell us what that entails? <laughs> yeah, what so if you don't mind Excuse me? What is healing to you? Like what when you hear the word healing, how do you go about your life healing and practicing healing? What does it mean to you to be a healer? Well, first of all, I wasn't like this for many, many, many years. And my <laughs> healing gifts lot. really opened up after a very serious accident a number of yeah. years ago. So that in itself was a huge transformation because I didn't understand what was even happening to me. And mm-hmm. and so it took me a while to kind of be with that and figure it out. And the good news, too, is it also showed me, well, maybe we don't have to figure everything out. So Mm -hmm. to answer your question, healing to me is a trajectory of growth. It's Mm -hmm. releasing that which is really not authentically part of who you are and freeing you to be exactly who you are. You know, I I talk about how the story of Michelangelo's David, um, Mm -hmm. where um, for those of you that are not familiar with David, it's this phenomenal, phenomenal statue in Florence. And if you've ever Mm -hmm. had the experience of seeing it, which I have, um, it's, it's pretty inspiring. I had no idea David would be that big. (laughs) And and so the story goes, so supposedly Michelangelo was asked, how did you carve David out of a single slab of marble? Mm -hmm. And supposedly, we obviously weren't there, um, Michelangelo's response was, well, David always existed within the marble. My job was just was just carving that which was not David away. And I think that's true for all of us. Inadvertently, through life experiences, we pick up messages and we start believing it. Or now in my world of energy, we also pick up energy and we're carrying around maybe other people's stuff. And now that we also have much more information and knowledge about how the brain works, 
our brains keep giving us messages subconsciously that sometimes are in our best interests and in alignment with our heart's desires. But many times it's what I refer to as the mischief makers. And so what I do is I'm able to see where that stuck energy is. I'm Mm -hmm. able to see what's out of alignment. I'm Mm -hmm. able to shift that for somebody. But what also sets me apart, because there's a lot of practitioners that do release work, but what sets me apart is my process also involves what I refer to as brain training. And it Mm. works with the neuropathways in your mind so that it releases the subconscious programming that's been creating the mischief and interference. And it strengthens either a new and existing pathway or creates a new one so that you're truly in alignment with who you are. And it allows you to know intuitively or otherwise what you need to do next, and it makes it so much easier and faster to close that gap from where you are to where you want to be. That is awesome. So you always knew that you would be helping people, right? Did you always know? Did you have the feeling that you would be helping people in this way? I think so because of my, I mean, maybe not as a little girl. I think as a little, little girl, I wanted to be an actress and a dancer, um, oh, okay. And but at a very young age, I just turned mm-hmm. seventy. So mm-hmm. when I went to college, there were not as many options that were considered for women. And mm-hmm. so my undergraduate work was in elementary and secondary education. I did teach for one year, got in trouble all the time with my principal because <laughs> I liked having a very active, engaging classroom. And I also had 45 sixth graders, which was highly illegal back lot. then. But that's a yeah. that's a separate story. And then so because of that, I and and, and because of my past, And Mm -hmm. even some help I had gotten from um, a psychologist um, to help with a traumatic event that I had, Um, I decided to get a couple of graduate degrees in counseling psychology and then postgraduate work in management and organizational development. So I I really shifted um, gears pretty significantly and um, and then after my accident, I still continued doing corporate consulting, but mm-hmm. I also began um, developing my my gifts, my healing gifts and processes that are now called the Miraculous Living Method. So I I do feel that I've always had a very keen interest in serving others, and I think mm-hmm. it also came from my childhood was very painful. Um, mm-hmm. I I had a mom who was highly critical and abusive. My dad traveled a lot. So it wasn't always the safest feeling of environments. And so Mm -hmm. I have a huge compassion. You know, I'm one of those people that in the grocery store, and if I see a mom speaking just really rough to their kid, and I know the mom's overwhelmed, um, I just send a bunch of love. Because I I just can't stand anybody 
having pain, discomfort, or difficulties. So I think it really stems from that. And I'm grateful today. I mean, I wish it would have all happened a little easier and maybe even mm. a little faster. But now I can pay it forward so that, you know, I'm able to help people shift very easily and quickly. That's beautiful. Is there any other healing modality that you'd like to kind of implement in your practice that you haven't yet or something you just want to do as like a hobby that you haven't started yet? Um, no, um, I do sometimes incorporate, um, I have my own process, um, mm-hmm. but I do sometimes add EFT tapping. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just find that, that sometimes, especially for people that, um, maybe have, are a little stuck, I just try to pull as much as I can, um, to facilitate that shift. So that's about the only thing I've I've found that I actually add, and that's only on occasion. Oh, okay. Has there ever been a client that you worked on that when you met them, you said, I don't know if I could help this person, but then you did and you were shocked and amazed at yourself? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm always surprised and Aww. I'm delighted. Um, I, you know, when I first talked to somebody, I tell them that I don't, you know, I was given a magic wand, not a crystal mm-hmm. ball, and mm-hmm. I just never know. But what I tell, but what I do tell people is that, however, I am really intending and hoping that you are not going to be the one person to screw up my success rate. That's funny. Yeah, so um so I I I truly never know. And yes, mm. I've worked with lots and lots of people, but I don't know and I don't know in what time period something's going to happen. I've had somebody mm. turn their business around and start doubling their income in less than a month. I've had um people that have worked with me to attract love and they've attracted their partner in 4 weeks. And then I've had others that it took months. Um, One client was, I believe, a little over a year, but it happened. Mm. And Mm -hmm. so it really just depends. You know, we're kind of like a very complex Rubik's Cube, and, and, and it takes something to shift those pieces. Um, Some are more pliable than others. Some you know so it just depends but i would say on the average most mm-hmm. of the people that i work with get their results within about 3 months <clears throat> and if they don't have it they don't actually need me to continue working with me they know the process they know what to do of course some people choose to continue some people mm-hmm. are with their businesses they're growing so fast that they just want to make sure they stay open and that they're able to, you know, really navigate everything that's going on. So it's been great because, you know, I have that business background, but I also have this other component that just makes life easier, and I like that. You wear a lot of hats. What's your your favorite role? What's my favorite role? Yeah, your favorite role that you do. Like the best part of your whole, we can't call it your business, your job, your 
with my so work. Many things. With your work, yeah. Being a speaker, oh, being a practitioner, you, being an expert. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like having to admit that you have a favorite child. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but what? But what I can say, because I really. I I I do love speaking. You know, mm. I love the energy when we're face to face and I've missed that this past year mm. and a half. I've not yet yeah. spoken at a live audience again yet. Um but thank goodness for Zoom. I'm just sorry mm-hmm. that I didn't have enough foresight to invest in that stock. Um <laughs> and so I do love speaking. I love engaging with people. And mm-hmm. I do love working with my clients. I mean, it it just brings me so much joy. I enjoy writing. And and I love having the opportunity that we're having right now, um having a conversation about things that matter to us. So yeah. Now I can so, say what I don't like is when I don't sure. get to do that stuff. Uh, <laughs> I get cranky. Yeah. I so yeah. I I do like to give. That's beautiful, and you you do a great job at it. Oh well, thanks for thinking so. <laughs> I wanted to get back to the helping people with love because I feel like that has been such an important topic since COVID began. What do you think is the biggest uh, skill to like master to help you find love? Is it manifesting? Because I feel like that's a common thing. Do you use a lot of that with your clients when you help them? I do. Um, Mm -hmm. I think first of all, just honoring the desire is most Mm -hmm. important. You know, when life has brought disappointments, heartache, you know, we could drum up a whole lot of adjectives there. Um, people tend to squash that desire. They fail to believe that it could be true. You know, I mentioned to you that I just turned 70, which is hard to believe. I don't know how that <laughs> happened, but it's all good. And and I, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to look or feel like, but it's not 70. <laughs> yeah, so, that's great. And so... I that's really what what motivated me to write this book that it's never mm-hmm. too late. Um I have had more than one relationship in my life. Mm-hmm. And I I I know what it can feel like when you really want something and and you may even know. I always knew there was going to be somebody for me. I just didn't mm-hmm. know that I was going to have as many stepping stones. <laughs> as I got to have before I got to have the relationship I really wanted and desired. And so so instead of opening hearts again, people tend to withdraw. And like mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier, your mind starts sending messages of, oh, I'm never going to have this. I don't want to mm-hmm. be hurt again. I, And so you're what I refer to as your believer gets really dialed down. And so I think that that's one of the places that we work with is, you know, healing the heart and opening it up again and dialing that believer up and dialing up what I refer to as your attraction factor and your magnetizer. And, And people will start 
feeling the difference. You know, it's like I said, we don't know how or when, but if it's in your heart, I promise you, it's your truth. And so one, my job is to help turn that desire into a reality. That's beautiful. Well, the part where you said stepping stones to your, you know, to the ending. So there's this, um, mm-hmm. I love that spin because there's this speaker that a lot of people in my community love to listen to. Uh, he would say things like, to get married, you have to like go under, you know, the chuppah with bloody knuckles. Like you really have to suffer to get there. I, and part of me was like, you know, everyone around me getting married, I would always hear something like, you know, they had this like great love story with someone before their spouse and it didn't happen and it was tragic and they were heartbroken. They were depressed, yada, yada. But guess what? A few months later, they're with their husband, they're with their wife. Mm-hmm. And now it's always like this, I, anyone I speak to now, it's like, you know what, I haven't, I really have to like have my heart broken. I really have to suffer. Like I haven't deserved this this type of love. Like I don't, I can't see what real true love is until I'm really broken apart. So when you said the stepping stones, I'm like, wow, what a, like a beautiful positive spin. Like everybody is a stepping stone to our person that we're supposed to end up with. So. Yeah, I don't believe that we have to be hit over the head by a two by four. Now, I mm-hmm. kind of had that experience a long time ago. Right. Um, it, I had a very serious accident, and it broke mm-hmm. my whole world apart. Mm-hmm. And yet it led me to who I am today. So I think, you know, when we pay closer attention, you know, let's talk about a relationship that didn't work. You know, I I have listened to people who say, oh, my gosh, they broke my heart. How am I going to live without them? And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. why would you want them? You right. know, it it's you want to be with somebody who literally thinks of you as the greatest thing since sliced bread. I need yeah. to come up with a different, <laughs> different saying. <laughs> I'm a gluten-free girl. So, um, so, but the important part of that is, and you mentioned it, everybody deserves to be mm-hmm. treated with great love and respect. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get that, get away from that person. You know, um, I was in a relationship that um, became my former husband became an alcoholic. Actually, oh. he may have been one but, and hid it from me. And mm-hmm. he was not willing to change. And I basically, when he said, this is it, you know, we went to mm-hmm. counseling, and mm-hmm. and he said, that I'm not going to change, and it was like, okay, this is not mm-hmm. the life I'm going to live. And right. I think also it becomes important to really mm-hmm. have a love affair with yourself. Yes. If you're feeling you need somebody else, you know, the old saying to complete you, <laughs> You know, I'm tremendously comfortable being by myself. My Mm -hmm. friends would be amazed. You know, I would take trips by myself. I loved that. You know, I I think so. You know, even now, even now, you know, I'm in a beautiful relationship and we Mm -hmm. live together and I go to my 
my place in the house, he goes to his. Or, you know, he does his thing with friends, I do my thing with mine. And, of course, we didn't get to do a whole lot of that this last year. Um, yeah. But but I think it's just important to, the if things are not working out for you, mm-hmm. I think the the true focus has to be on, you know, what's going on inside. And thank goodness we have ways to make it easier to open you up again. And, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I don't – the thing is everyone now, especially that I'm around, is not – they're not motivated to date or go out. It's like I have to drag my single girlfriends out because – they're just like, well, I've become so used to the routine, like being home alone and, you know, watching my shows and eating my junk food. And then on top of that, I'll talk to older single guys that I know, and they'll be like, why would I want to be told what to do? Why would I want to be nagged about for this, this, this? The older they get, the more alone you are, the more you actually fall more in love with yourself and how like how your life is and you don't want anyone to come in and ruin that. So there's always this like, can't be happy on one side. You can't be happy on the other. It's just. Oh, I don't know if that's true. I understand (laughs) what, I understand what you're saying. And, and again, it comes back to what do you really want? And I know what, and, and, it's interesting because I can remember working with somebody and they said something along those lines. You know, mm-hmm. I'm already busy. I hear it a lot. I, I, I have a full life. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want somebody to mess that up. Yeah. Well, how, how convenient that you think they would mess it up. Mess as, it up. As opposed to what if they would enhance your life? Mm-hmm. And and I think again, there's a shift. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not ignorant to these kind of ill feelings and experiences. However, right. and I don't believe you should ignore them when you have them. I think mm-hmm. all thoughts and feelings need to be acknowledged and experienced. Yeah. However, when we catch that and we can shift it, then it's like, oh, okay. Um, And even when we're irritated, you know, I'm not going to lie, there are moments that I get irritated with my sweetheart. And I'm like, oh, so he's just being him. I'm having the reaction. So it allows me to shift back into a place of love and acceptance. And, And so, yeah, you know, when somebody gets upset, what the reference that you were saying, I don't want somebody to tell me what to do or criticize mm-hmm. me or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's coming out of their mouth. It's right. their button that got pushed. And so that's, to me, an opportunity to become more aware, to heal, and to shift and transform. Well said, Wendy. Well said. So our affirmations really important in your process it is um but it's not just affirmations alone my process Mm -hmm. is basically a three-tongue i mean i have a five-part system but in the healing part um i happen to 
awaken to my energy work and healing through sound. And so mm-hmm. um, I will do sound healing when working with people. I also have audios. I, I also received in the early 2000s transformation cards. So they, mm-hmm. I, it was kind of like a spiritual by number um, experience where I would know, pick up the red, and I would draw a line, and and eventually I would have a design. And they've been tested, and they're the energetic level is very high. So the sound healing by itself is very transformational. The healing cards are also very transformational on their own, but together they create a a most unique circuitry. And so then when you use the affirmation, so I'm either guided, I receive an affirmation when I'm working with people, Um, Depending on where they are in their journey, um, they may get three to five affirmations to begin with. If I don't have clear uh, guidance in terms of what I receive, I have a process that I can test to see what affirmations are needed. So let's say, for example, Mm -hmm. these are very common. One is, I am safe. The other is I am open to receive. Every single person I have ever worked with has been restricted in some way in their ability to receive. And that's one of the first things I do is I help to open up their receiver. So they're being restricted in anything that they truly want to be experiencing. And so when somebody would say, as an example, I am open to receive. Mm -hmm. Everything that's in the subconscious programming, which is the majority of your thoughts and feelings each day, it's estimated we have 60,000 thoughts a day, which just is (laughs) mind-boggling to me. That's a lot of activity going on there. Mm -hmm. And, And yet the majority of those thoughts are subconscious, meaning you don't even realize that little chitty chat is going on. And even more so, the majority of those thoughts are the same ones you had yesterday, which is why this piece is so important. So what happens if I say I am open to receive, all Mm -hmm. that chatter that's in the subconscious programming starts saying, are you kidding me? You know, and all that's associated with it, but it rises to the surface. But in that energetic bubble of the sound healing and the transformational cards, because you put your hands on the cards, Mm -hmm. it, it, it washes the negative charge away. It's not like that statement or statements that are in your subconscious are exercised out. They just lose their life force. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. you're actually strengthening I am open to receive. And over a short period of time, that actually becomes your truth as opposed to the other. So it works with affirmations much more effectively because if you've ever used affirmations, which I'm guessing you have, you know, that's why affirmations don't always work or it takes a phenomenal amount of time. And I've always been interested in finding easier and faster ways to get results. And that's one that I found. 
Amazing. Thanks for sharing that. So where can everyone get this book or reach out to you, speak to you? Sure. Well, first of all, the book's on Amazon. Um, my publisher would only take the Kindle version down to two ninety nine, um, and so and the book itself is also um, available. If somebody would like to reach out to me, I'm always open to that, and it's very easy. There are two ways. First of all, you can go to my website, wendydarling.com, and there's a place on the home page that says. Um, have a you know to schedule a 30 minute heart to heart. There are a couple links in the book. Um, one is for a process that I refer to as your results accelerator, and then also um, I make a special offer for a jump start working with me, and um, it includes the process and we really position you in a lot of different ways in just one session. So Wendy at wendydarling.com is my email. Uh, wendydarling.com gives you all sorts of information. And then I also have a website called GTD Consulting, which stand, and the website itself is gothedistanceconsulting.com. Love it. Thank you so much for coming on, Wendy. I wish you all the success with your book, with your practice, and thank you, and I'll be in touch with you. Oh, thanks for this time. I really appreciate it. Of course. Take care. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I just wanted to give you a friendly reminder. If you like what you're listening to, if you like my content, if you like my podcast episodes, I really appreciate ratings on Apple, reviews, subscribe, share to your friends, family, anyone you really think would benefit it. And thank you always for the support. Have you guys heard of Rakuten? It's where you can shop all your favorite stores online and make money. Yeah, you can make money. I have made thousands of dollars. Granted, I've been on it for a while, but if you're someone who's an online shopper, you need to sign up right now. And you can use my invite link. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N dot com slash R slash Divina 141 rakuten.com slash r slash divina 141 happy shopping and make some money